This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Marple Newtown begins the second quarter as we change positions. They will be moving from our left to our right. It is first, no, second down at the Springfield 41-yard line. Second down and eight. Johnson, it's a pitch to the left side. Graziano fumbles it. He was guilty of trying to turn up field before he had the ball fully. Number in his one possession. in there for S- Stephen Jones in there, along with number 44, Patrick Leon, for the Cougars on the stop. Well, Graziano was at least quick enough to just fall on that ball and take a minimal loss. Looked like something was going to be happening on that play as there was a wide open lane off tackle on that left side, but of course, if you don't have the football, you really don't have anything. And it looks like now it'll be third and 11 after that. Uh, muffed ball. So, loss of three, third down and eleven. So, first true test of the contest for the Marple Newtown offense. Let's see what head coach Ray Gianta has in his bag of tricks now. And he calls a timeout. So, so timeout with only 35 seconds played here in this second quarter. Marple Newtown again leading seven nothing and driving. And it's it's you know starting to get really really good for the Tigers. They're moving the football, and I think the timeout here is just to kind of settle them down and pick out a play they like to kind of get that first down or get close to that first down. So maybe you can go for it on fourth down if it's available. Well, you could choose Graziano left, Graziano right, Stevens left, Stevens right, pass to Alf, pass to Diaguardi. All of those have worked <laughs> so far. Might as well try. Uh, just make sure you, make sure you need to the the offensive line needs to impose its will. It's about a split second before Springfield's defense comes in. The holes have been there, and the motion has been there, and the drive and desire and will has been there, which is the most important thing in a rushing offense. Yeah, I mean it's it's really starting to get together, and it, it's good to see. I mean, these these kids have worked hard this season, and they're really trying to move this season forward and really just build off of what they've worked on in practice and what they've worked on in other games. And they could put a, a few win- wins together here, string a few of them together and really get this season going. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves at first. Of course, they need to string a few more successful drives. No reason to believe that they won't, judging by what's happened so far in this contest. That is the first rushing play or total play for a loss in the entire game. And we are you know, almost 13 minutes into the contest. Big positive step. This time, Diaguardi and Graziano in the backfield. Alf split wide to the right. Johnson rolls out to the right there. Ooh. Had a man in Stevens up about the 35-yard line, but he's dragged down by Stephen Jones. But the ball probably at that point was uncatchable as Johnson was just a little bit wide right. Well, it was a good throw. There was some coverage on the play, and he kept it away from the defenders is what you want to do and give your guy a chance to go out and get it and run for it. And that's exactly what Johnson did that time. Steve Jones on the back of... Nick Stevens on the play, but, you know, no harm, no foul, no turnover. So fourth down and 11 from 
to Springfield 44, which brings on Billy Weaverling, the six-foot-tall sophomore punter for this Tigers club. Snap is off. Kick is underway. It is a high spiral. Coming down at the 20, takes a Marple Newtown bounce across the 15 and down just a hair shy of the 10. So an excellent punt by Billy Weaverling. Excellent execution all around by the Tigers special teams. Nice nice high punt, allowing the defensive uh, special teams unit, excuse me, to get downfield and, and get around that ball and down it at the 11. Excellent spiral, the kind that still is rotating oddly, not straight up as it's going up, and then its arc as it comes down. It lands right on the nose and takes the perfect bounce. Best punt of the year by Weaverling, in my opinion. Yes, very, very good that time. So the Cougars are pinned deep in their territory. Facing a first and 10 from their own 10-yard line. Shotgun once again for Rutecki. Two wide receivers, one to the left, one to the right. Handoff goes to Jones as he tries to fight his way across the 10. Only picks up a couple. Banji Ordano in there on the initial contact on Stephen Jones. So good job to see him in here. Second tackle today for the senior. And he's doing a very good job today at that linebacker position. And that's what you need. You need your senior leadership back in there. And that's exactly what has happened. Gain of two on that play, which is hard to imagine how Jones was able to get to. But if you're five foot six, 175 pounds, you can do quite a bit of spinning and maneuvering and just fighting and pushing backwards to fight for every little inch of space. Shotgun again. The ball is tipped at the line of scrimmage. As he had Larry McLaughlin number at the left hash mark. Looked like number 68, Kevin Striggle, got a tip, got his fingers on that ball, and he was able to not get a little deflection and mess it up. Excellent awareness there. It's something that we didn't see too much of in the home or road games, is that you always get to, it's a, it's basketball. Sometimes the basketball principle carries over to another yeah. sport. Get your hands up at the line. That one, that was the difference between a, uh, a tipped and a possible interception and a uh, potential first down catch by Springfield. Yeah, it was, that's good. If you're not going to get to the quarterback, get them hands up. Third down and eight from the 13 now. Shotgun formation again for Rutecki. Three wide receivers, two to the left, one to the right. Jones in the backfield. Rutecki drops back the pass. He's rushed. He's hit. He's being dragged backwards. And down at the five-yard line. Number 68. We just mentioned his name a minute ago. Able to get in there. Kevin Striggle gets the sack that time for the Tigers. And another Tiger roar. They are play. on the prowl tonight. And it's down at the, I guess they at the five-yard line. So you're coming up with a big play here as Springfield's punter is about nine yards deep in the end zone, but the snap gets off. The kick is on the way. Graziano has to go back. This time he's sure to field it up the 30, 45-yard line across the 40. 35, 30. Cuts back at the 25, across the 20, and dragged down and a nice inside run. the 20-yard line, just shy of the 15. So another great step from Marple Newtown here. Patrick Leanne, number 44, the tackle for the Cougars. So a great return there and great field position this time. And just a gutsy run by Graziano, breaking a few tackles and using some speed to get the edge and get down the sideline. It all started with a smart play, though. He let that ball, which was... A little wobbling spiral go over his head. It bounced at the 45. As soon as he turned backwards, the ball came right to him. He cradled it, turned up field, boom, hit that right side, and was able to get down deep. So we have a first and 10 down at the 11. Full Marple Newtown handoff this time to Duffy. Looked like number 44, Patrick Leon got 
a hand on Duffy's ankle, able to trip him up there. So, so it looks like no gain there. Pardon me, that was a 15, so no gain. About a yard, if anything, on that one. And they'll be generous here in front of the home crowd and say he got a yard, so second and nine from the 15. Johnson under center again, hands off to Graziano this time. Across the middle gets maybe another yard or two on that. Number 77, the big defensive tackle, Aaron Williams. Surprising there as Graziano did hit the, hit the line very well and seemed to just be caved under. Yeah. As soon as he got maybe a yard or two on that. So now a little bit, about a third and seven. Pick up of two on that play. So yes, third down and seven coming with 8.16 to go here in this second quarter. Marple Newtown leading 7-0 and driving. They are deep in Cougars territory. This time, no wide receivers. Graziano and Diaguardi in the backfield. Hand off to Diaguardi. The right side gets up across the 10. Close to the first down. I'm not going to call it from here. Looks Very like close. he maybe got it. He got at least to the eight. He needs to get. And it looks like to number one, seven. Stephen Jones, was able to get in there and make the initial contact. He's small, but he is sneaky. Yes, he is. He's been everywhere so far for Springfield, both sides of the ball. So fourth down, fourth down and two, and from about eight down and about a yard now. So. 25-yard field goal on for kicker Adam Fender. Ball is spotted. The kick is on the way, and it is good. And another three points on the board for the Tigers there. That was a very good kick from Adam Fender. He's really coming along as a very good kicker for this Tigers program. Oh, he does. Once he puts his real boot into it, it kind of has a little bit of a slice to the left. It looked like from our vantage point it might have possibly hooked high over the goalpost to the left, but I'm sure from the center, dead center of the field, he just went dead center and hooked it just slightly to the left. In any case, kick is good, and with 7-12 remaining here in this first half, Marple Newtown leads 10 to nothing. We'll take a quick break and be right back for the change of possession. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network, exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. So Adam Fender with a 25-yard field goal here just past, no, just before, prior to five minutes played here in this second quarter. Marple Newtown leading 10 to nothing. And we have the kick coming from Fender, number 23, Joe Davini, and 28, Matt Craig. Back for the Cougars, both standing at about the five. Kick is up. It is a high wobbling kick coming down to... Craig, Craig that time, who slipped. Slipped yeah. and automatically down in high school football as soon as the knee touches the ground. So it looks they're like they're... Are there fair... Uh, I haven't done high school football in quite a while. There are fair catches? You can call fair catch 
it's just like any other rule you can call fair catch. But well, maybe that time you're wise to because you <laughs> see there is absolutely no traction. Yeah, and it didn't even. And that's the thing you need on, on a night like this. It hasn't really rained hard all day, but it's just enough mist that it makes the field slick, and you need to take an extra half a second to make that smart decision. Craig didn't, and he went down. So first and ten from the 13. Ritecki this time takes it up across the 15. At number 58 in there for the Tigers. Interesting and play there. No name on the sheet. Naked bootleg for the quarterback. McAllister, actually, excuse me, I found it. For the Tigers making the stop. First time we've seen Ritecki be uh, mobile. Usually working out of the shotgun that time. He did work out of the shotgun, but as soon as the snap came, he bolted right to the left side. He came up with six yards on that play, second down and four from the 19. Shotgun formation again, one wide receiver to the right, two to the left. Two men in the backfield, handoff to Jones. No, it's a fake to Jones. And a pitch to the outside on the left side to number 25, Josh Cavanaugh. And Nick Stevens making the stop for the Tigers, number 28, the junior. Close to the first down this time. We'll see where they spot the ball. He needed to get to the 23 and a half. It's 22, actually. 22-yard line. So, but, uh, it will be a yard. third down and a long yard coming up here. 5.52 remaining in this first half. Marple turn up 10 to nothing, but Springfield has the ball. Shotgun formation once again for Ritzecki. Man in motion is Davini from left to right. Makes the call at the line. Hands it off to Jones. And it looks like with that last initial push, he might have gotten that first down. And a nice job of the Tigers' defense. It looked like number 20. Able to get in there, Phil Graziano, and make the initial contact. Good conversion on the ball, but Jones is... As diminutive as he is, he's very shifty. And he's like a tiny cannonball out there. Once you get him going in, in, in one direction, well, it looks like he is he, very hard to stop. He looks like almost like this weekend, if anybody saw the Oregon State-USC game, Jacquez Jones is same size. Exactly. But they did pick up the first down. Jones, a gain of two, so it is first and ten from the 25. Ritecki this time throws it out to the right side to number 13, Brian Bayless. Gets across the 30, but no further. And number 22 for the Tigers, Carl Kasarski on the tackle. So for the first time in the ball game, Springfield having a little bit more ease moving the ball. Second down and, and four. A pass to the right side from Ruteki to... Ron Alf made the tackle. Joe Davini. And Joe Davini, like you said, made... Made the catch, and Ron Alf got a nice run and read that play right to just hold that to two, three yards on the game. But they're giving Springfield the first down, and that's sort of a fresh set of downs. Ritecki under center now. Looks like he's going to run, but he pitches outside to Jones, who just gets up across the 40, had nowhere to go as he tried to turn back upfield near the left sideline. Was forced to go out of bounds. As you see, there another wrinkle in the plan there yeah. as Ritecki faked like he was going to go up that left side off tackle, but just nice. chose on the outside to make the pitch. Nice job by Phil Graziano to get out there and string that out and just knock him out of bounds and limit the yardage and the damage. 
Balls at the 43, so it is a second down and about three and a half. Gain of six and a half on that play. Retecking a shotgun formation once again. Two wide receivers, one left, one right. Jones, the lone man in the backfield. Handoff up across the 45, so... Nick Stevens and uh, Steve Reynolds we'll in there to make that stop. On the spot. It is darn close. Darn close. We may call for another measurement here. And they will. Timeout called. Springfield approaching midfield now. Third down, and if they don't get a favorable spot, it looks like it will be third down and... And a, and, a, and a nose, basically. <laughs> very, very little. But at least this time we can have a, a bird's eye view as, as, as the uh, chains are right up here close to midfield. Uh, it doesn't... But, oh, the, uh, the zebras are kind of blocking our view. Let's see where it is. It's short. About a foot, it looks like. Well, about hey, yeah, half the length of the, of the ball. That's a no-doubter. So it'll be an interesting uh, defensive and offensive decision for both squads here. Exactly four minutes to go here in this second quarter. Marble Newtown again, 10-0. They have the lead on a third and very short. Ball just shy, sitting just shy of that 46-yard line of Springfield. So let's see if they can't get that big push. And here we go, third down and short. Shotgun formation handoff. Jones just manages to slip by a pair of tacklers and gets to the 50, so he does get the first down. Number 10, uh, Giordano grabbed the initial jersey there, and Ron Alf able to, to finish off the run play. Yeah, Jones, unfortunately, was untouched up through that line. He's able to get four in that first down, so right at midfield. First and ten for Springfield. Ruteki once again. Shotgun formation. Four receivers. Two left, two right. But it's a handoff once again to Jones, who is grabbed as soon as he reaches the line of scrimmage and pulled down. Maybe with his forward momentum. Gets a half a yard, three quarters of a yard, maybe a yard. Yeah, just very little yardage gained that time. And number 51, Steve Reynolds on the stop. Second down and nine for the Cougars now. Interesting there. A little bit of a deception for the Cougars as they had four guys who looked primed and ready to run. But it was a straight handoff to the man who's done it all game, Stephen Jones. Shotgun once again for Ritzecki. He'll drop back to pass this time. It's a quick out. And he fell down. The receiver fell down on that play. That's number 23. He might have had Davini wide open there at just about the 42-yard line of Marble Newtown, well, but took that slide and... Uh, Carl Kosarski was lurking. So well, if he yeah, was right. open, it would have been for a very short time. And he would have paid for it. Yes. So. But it falls incomplete, just as good for the Marble Newtown defense. So it is third down and nine. And they've done a real good job on third and long all game today. So let's see if they can continue that going. Or this evening, excuse me. Day, night, evening. Two wide receivers to the left, two to the right. Shotgun formation again. Jones in the backfield right next to Ruteki. Ruteki three-step drop. Throws it out to the right side to number 20, Joe Adana. 
across the 40, easily gets the first down to 35. And Russell down at the 30. Ron Alf and Ryan Duffy on the tackle. Kosarski just missed, couldn't hold on to the receiver that time and keep it from getting a first down. Just a half a second off there, which allowed the receiver there to break off of that tackle. Otherwise, Kosarski might have been able to drag him down, shy of the first down. In any case, Springfield does continue to move the ball. Rapidly encroaching deep into Tigers territory with another fresh set of downs. First and 10 at the 32. And Divini's in the game, split wide to the left. Handoff to number 28, Matt Craig, this time. And over like number break from the 22, Kosarski got in there initially. And then number 65, Kevin Lopez, finished off the tackle. like he lost a couple yards there. Yeah, he, he play kind of broke down in the backfield. Good read by Kevin Lopez to string it out. Three-yard loss, so second and 13 with 2.12 to go here in this first half. Wateki asking for the ball once again. Drops back this time, looks to the left, has a man in the flat. And as the ball is dropped by Davini. I don't know whether that ball is a little slick tonight. Oh, he, he had it slipping out, and Ryan White was able to put a little contact and finish the ball f- from uh, not staying in there. Right, well, there's, so. there's just enough separation where the receiver is not open, but he's, he's feeling the heat. Yeah. And maybe Davini felt the heat there. His feet were firmly planted, but the heat was on his back. In any case, the pass fell incomplete. Third down and 13. Big one here for the Marple Newtown defense. They don't want to bend a little bit more than they have in the last two big plays where Springfield was able to complete long passes. Shotgun. Yet again, Rateki takes it, goes up the middle across the 30. Looks like he tries to dive across the 25, but he doesn't get there. And number 58 in there along with Dan Giordano, number 10, the senior. McAllister, number 58, with that initial contact. Still is a gain of about 10 there. Nine, fourth and four. Big decision here for the Springfield Cougar offense. And it looks like they're going to go for it well, as Rutecki's in there. It's, it's tough, though, at the high school level to get a, a boot from this far back. So here we go, shotgun formation, 123 remaining. Fourth and four from the 26. Three wide receivers, man in motion. It's a fake handoff for Techie. Has it on the keeper, and he gets the first down all too easily. Yeah, he was able to get on that good blocking on that right side for the Cougars. And it looked like Kevin Lopez made the initial stop that time for the Tigers. Gain of eight. And one thing with the Cougars going for it as now they take a timeout is that that clock continues to tick, 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 forcing the timeout here. One oh nine remaining, so you figure maybe... Three, four plays at most? Yeah, I mean, very few. I mean, the Tigers, if I'm correct, the Cougars only have one timeout left. The Tigers have two. So with the Cougars, you figure, like you said, three, four plays, maybe five. But Yeah, Marple Newtown, you don't think at this point is going to waste their timeouts trying a a defensive stop. They're content to let the clock run out and go to the locker room with that 10-point advantage. But Springfield, though, has shown great resolve on this drive. 
has tested that Marble Newtown defense, and uh, this is the area where you like to see the bend but don't break, but you don't want to bend too far, otherwise you, no, no. it causes you a little bit more undue pain. Well, the, the one thing here is, is the timeout helps Marple Newtown because they're able to get a little breather, get some water for a defense that's been out there for about three minutes now. Talk it up there, get, get, the, get the juices flowing. And I'm sure Dan Giordano, the captain in his first uh, game this season, is is really firing up the troops right now and trying to tell them, let's, let's keep that zero up there for halftime. This certainly is the time to do it. As the Two wide receivers set there. Jones, the lone man in the backfield, but Techie takes a three-step drop. Has a man over the middle, complete this time to Joe Adana at the five, and he easily goes in for the touchdown. Well... That looked like there was a, a missed holding call on along the line, but right there the defensive play, Ryan Duffy jumped up to try and swat the ball, and his timing was off. He jumped too early. Right. And Adana being well, five foot eleven as opposed to Duffy's five foot nine. You know, the height and as well as timing your leap are so crucial. You only have to be a half a beat off there, maybe a quarter of a beat to miss your mark. And Springfield does score now. So we have the extra point is partially blocked, but somehow squeaks through. So so that 10-point advantage and all that goodwill has now been cut down to a 3-point advantage, but Marvel Newton does have a minute and four left to work with. Let's see if we have enough time to go down and get at least another three points. So with that... We'll take a break in the action and be right back with the change of possession. This is the Tigers Radio Network. You're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marble Newtown Tigers on www.marblenewtownfootball.com. One of four remaining here in this first half. Springfield has just driven down the field and cut that 10-point deficit to three. Marple Newtown, though, still leads 10-7 to seven as Rob Tumulty for the Cougars is back for the kick. And the rain starts to come on here. In as we've waited quarter. all day for this torrential downpour, and it's misting again. There's a squib coming down to Graziano at the 20. Goes across the 25. Trips his way across the 30. And number 21, Tim Ross for the Cougars making the stop. So yet again, another good positive sign is anytime basically home or away when you get receive a kick or a punt and you get the ball across the 30-yard line, great place to start if you have to start in your own territory. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's huge, especially with limited time here as the clock winds down to 59 seconds. And like to get one, kind of punch it through and get to the outside and maybe take one deep long for a big game and a touchdown. First and 10 from the 33-yard line. Fake handoff to Stevens up the middle. Tried for Graziano. 
Springfield is right there, though. He only picks up a couple. Looks like number 77, Aaron Williams there, the big defensive tackle. And it looks like the clock forgot to run there for about a half a second. There we go. And it looks like he picked up about four yards on the carry. Second down and six. Yeah, sometimes with the way these guys have a low center of gravity and their, their upper body can maneuver them low and their legs can drive them forward, you can't always see those gains. Those are the gains that are the best because you know you're not going to be wrestled down so easily. So second and six from the 42 now. Alf split wide to the left. It's a handoff on the inside to Graziano. It looks like he got that first down. Yep, across the 40 like a steam engine. And number 31, Michael Archibald on the stop for the Cougars. Gain of seven on that play and another first down. Clock stop with 21 seconds to go. So it looks like here we're going to have one last play. So I'd personally favor just roll back and have a Hail Mary, but you know the excitement <laughs> quotient is totally different with this offense. It's a handoff to Nick Stevens. He's caught behind the line of scrimmage. He's fighting and fighting and fighting in that pile. Ball comes loose, but it's after the whistle and number to stop forward progress. Joe Vennett looks like he was the guy that kind of held Stevens back from progressing any further. Well, at best, no gain, but no matter. Marple Newtown controlled the ball expertly at times throughout this first half. Springfield did come back in their best drive of the entire game. They did happen to score on a touchdown pass from Wally Ritecki to Joe Adana. Just about a minute and four left in this first half, but nonetheless, in a great positive sign, Marple Newtown takes a 10-7 lead into the locker room. I'm Bob Herpin with Greg Pecco. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network, exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Back for the call of the second half after the break. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Yeah, we 